Hey family, thank you for following and trusting the path that led you here. This is Flow Space, Conscious Conversations with J&D. I'm Jerrica. And I'm Deandra. Our discussions will be led by intuition and spirit as we continue to evolve and learn about what it means to live an earthly human experience. So welcome to Flow Space. Thank um, you. I'm Deandra. This is Jerrica. Nice to meet you both. Nice to meet you. To get us started, Jenny, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. So my name is Jenny and I'm the founder of Starseed Academy. I started my business in 2019 on YouTube, just as a YouTube channel when I got started. Um, And I'm a Starseed mentor. So I, I mentor Starseeds in training their soul gifts, which some people would call psychic gifts. Um, and then I also work with Starseeds on building their spiritual businesses or taking their spiritual businesses. I, I work with a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs, aligning those businesses to those soul gifts, right? Because like you have every Starseed has these really powerful soul gifts that they carry with them here to earth. And they are an, this accumulation of like so many lifetimes that you've had. And there's, they're all so unique. And it's like, if you don't offer them here while you're here on earth, nobody else can. And so you have something really special to offer while you're here. And so I really encourage these beautiful star seeds to kind of like step into the light, you know, step out into the spotlight a little bit, start to use their gifts. And that I would say like, I work with star seeds on like what I would call star seed success keys. And the keys are develop your soul gifts, like illuminate what they are, discover them, and then let's develop them and train them. And then when you're comfortable with that and you're ready, create a business with those soul gifts at the foundation or align current business to the soul gifts being at the foundation of your business. And it makes it a sacred business. And to me, it's like you can feel that difference. You can feel the power of the authentic soul gifts within that business. And it's like, creating new earth, you know, like one new earth citizen at a time, as we kind of escape this whole nine to five programming, we start to create this really beautiful new earth paradigm where we are all truly following our passions and still being abundantly supported in doing that. And how did you get started um, in that? Like, what did your journey look like? Um, So for me, I got started like it was so I was so young and I had these soul gifts like poking through um they kind of like peek through the surface for a lot of starseeds at like a very young age and you can just feel like I just felt so different I just felt like I didn't fit into my family I didn't fit in with my friends I just felt so different like honestly such an old soul um and for me that's really where it began because even at such a young age I had this like really like deep urgency within me that I was here for a reason and it used to like actually make me anxious and I've realized now that like the bigger the mission the more pressure it can feel like and so I really understand when people are going through spiritual awakening and they can feel very overwhelmed by it because it's like you have even as like I remember as a little kid saying to like the grown-ups around me like um 
I'm here to make a difference. I'm here to help the world. I'm here to change this place. And, you know, grownups looking at like a little kid saying that are like, oh, that's so cute. That's so sweet. And I was like, no, I'm dead serious, you guys. Like, I remember I have this mission. I'm here to do something. And it's like this, this feeling from within and this urgency. So I had that um, very early on, plus the fact that these the like I was almost like having one foot in the spirit world, one foot in the regular world, because I was hearing like, you know, like spirit talking and I was hearing music coming from nowhere and like very clear audience, which is like clear hearing. It's your ear chakras. That was really one of the first gifts that came through for me and is still one of my strongest ones is clear audience. Um, and that is um, very confusing, you know, as a little girl, obviously. Um, and then other things started happening. I started having this, what I understand now, but as a little girl, I didn't know. I started having this past life that wanted to come through. Like every single day, I there was a summer between grade one and grade two. So I was very young. Every single day that summer, I had the same dream. And it was of me as this like young boy. And I was in the middle of a war and like bombs were going off all around me. And I was unfortunately in that dream, I, even though I would know, like it was a very lucid dream, I would know that, oh no, I'm here again and I couldn't wake myself up. And that is also like a sign, like that's called a dream web that can also be a sign of like a past life trying to like come through. And in that dream, I was captured and prisoner of war, tortured, and it was awful. And I had to relive that experience every night. And like grade one, like, how old are you? Like six years old. It was terrible. Um, and so I just remember like talking to my mom about it and trying to explain to her what was going on. And I think I really worried my mom a lot as a kid, basically. There were a lot of things that happened where she was like, oh, oh no, what's going on with my child? Like thinking that I was, I don't know, I guess just very different. And she tried to understand, but it's like speaking a whole other language. That's what I mean a bit, like not really fitting in with your family. Another funny thing just worth sharing is um, my mom, just because I think it's funny now that I freaked her out so much. She would find me sitting, like I would come down from my room and I would go into the living room in the middle of the night with all the lights out. So just sitting in the dark as this six, seven year old kid. And I would be having conversations with like invisible beings apparently and she would find me there like a lot of nights and be like like that would obviously freak her out too she's like um okay time to say goodnight to your friends like up to bed you go and then looking over her shoulder like what is going on with this child so there was just like that's just so few examples of something that was so much bigger than me that I just could not understand and so any like star seeds that are tuning in I just want them to know that it's okay that you have all of these weird things and that you're so different and that you feel like your family is like you were just dropped in like literally like an alien into a family that doesn't really feel like yours maybe they don't speak your language or understand you it's super normal and as we go through a spiritual awakening which I started going through pretty young as well we start to remember, and then it almost feels even more isolating. So I don't know if either of you can resonate with that feeling very different as a kid or. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I feel like that is something um, that once it's, once people start speaking about it, others can really resonate like, oh yeah, like that does make sense. And it kind of helps like anybody, like you said, if anybody is listening who might not know exactly what's going on or have found the connection to like their mission here on earth or their purpose, it can help awaken that sense of belonging in a place that you might feel that you don't necessarily belong, but you have such a purpose of being here. 
Exactly, exactly. It's hard to feel comfortable in the human life at the beginning. And for me, that was super difficult to really even resonate with it at all. Like I just felt so like not, you know, um, and I just think that that happens for people that haven't had a lot of earth lifetimes too. But so then anyway, so when I was going through my spiritual awakening, I realized like all of these experiences I was having, like I was having things like celestial visitations from literally like angels and my guides and like crazy things, Kundalini rising happened to me. I had no idea what that was. I had to Google it. It was so crazy. Um, all of these spiritual awakenings, abductions, all these visitations. And I was like, you know what? This is happening for a reason. I'm starting to realize, and I've realized, you know, now everything is divinely orchestrated in our lives. And if it's happening, there's a reason. And I'm feeling this urge to guide people and talk about the things that I'm doing that's happening with me because I think that other people like you said it's they're going through it too and if nobody talks about it everyone's lost so I was like you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna start a YouTube channel on a whim like okay 2019 is when I did this start a YouTube channel called Starseed Academy and I'm just gonna start sharing I'm just gonna start at the beginning and I'm gonna see what comes through and I'm not gonna script myself I'm gonna be myself and it was very scary and let me tell you, I was talking about starseeds before it was cute. Like even just that few years ago, it was not really a thing, you know, like nobody was talking about it. And there was a lot of pushback from, you know, people calling me, you know, crazy and all the things. So it was difficult, but I did it anyway. And I shared all the crazy stories and all the things I was going through. And then I realized, okay, wait a minute, that feeling that I'm supposed to be sharing everything I'm going through is like all the things like even the personal stuff so then I started sharing even personally about like you know what starseeds sometimes have really difficult childhoods like I had a very abusive childhood and I think I need to talk about that and I think I need to talk about dealing with anxiety and I think I need to talk about all the deep things like that and it really started resonating with people and they saw that vulnerability and so my 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 business just was this YouTube channel at the time but then people started reaching out and they were like I get what you're saying. It's like, it's like, no, it's like you're, you're speaking my language and I've never met anyone that's talking about that before. Like, is there a way that I can work with you? And I was just kind of thinking like, wait a minute, maybe there is a way, like maybe this is going to be something bigger than a YouTube channel because I had all of these gifts and I was able to talk, I uh, had such really strong relationships with my spirit guides because I had the clear audience and, and the clairvoyance and stuff. And so I was like, you know what? I think that if I could connect other people to their spirit guides, like give readings to people and let them know what their guides messages are, that would be it. You know, that's got to be it. That's got to be my purpose. That, that felt really like it at the time. Right. So I started doing that and I did that for a time and it was very fulfilling. And I also was doing energy healing for people, quantum healing, and it was great. Um, but then it was like people started asking for more. They were like, well, you've kind of built this community but we don't have a safe space. Can you create something? And I was like, yes, I can. I just kept saying yes to everything that people asked me to do. Yes, I can. And I created the Starseed Academy membership where we like, you know, get together for three live events every single month. And I do group readings and we have so much fun doing like astral journeys and all the things. Um, and then that kind of settled the dust for a little while. And I thought, okay, this must be it. And then people started asking me, can you teach me to do what you do? 
like I want to I want to talk to my own guides and I was like oh yes I can and then my signature program psychic light which is a training program like a this really powerful four-month container where I teach people how to use their soul gifts how to discover what they are then we train in them we train in all of the clairs like clairaudience clairvoyance claircognizance clairsentience which if maybe the audience isn't familiar with those they might be Clairvoyance is clear seeing in the third eye. Clairaudience is clear hearing in the ear chakras. Clairsentience is clear feeling in the heart. And sometimes people have that in their solar plexus as well. And then claircognizance is the downloads. That's the crown chakra, the clear knowing, right? They're all French words. And I also teach in that course people how to channel. We teach, I teach light language, Akashic records, and astral travel. So it is like this very big container with like an entire spiritual toolkit. And it's, it's been so transformational, even for me, just running it, but also definitely for my students. And then the next thing that people started asking for, which was just in the last six months, all of a sudden it was like, they're seeing me with this really beautiful and successful business. And they're like, can you teach me how to do that? Because I've got the gifts. You've trained me in how to use them. I'm ready to like step into a business. I'm ready to go. And I was like, Yes, I can. And then that was Starseed CEO, which is this like amazing spiritual business mentorship. And it's like my new baby that I'm working with. And I realize now maybe there is no end to this journey. Maybe I just keep saying, yes, I can. And it will just keep going because like, I truly feel like our highest timeline isn't a destination that stops. It's like when you align to your gifts and you use your gifts in service, that's your highest timeline in my eyes. If you're using your gifts to be of service, that's it. Just keep going. And then that's the highest timeline. And we'll just keep like going, 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 you know, it just feels so powerful. Yes, absolutely. I really love how you like, um, just in your story sharing the the way that when you say yes, more continues to unfold. And it really brings the perspective that, Like you might limit yourself by thinking, okay, my destination is here or like I need to do this and then I'm I'm set, you know, like I'm doing it, but you truly never know. And just as you continue like going with that flow, honoring your gifts, honoring the work that you are here to do, even if you don't know what it is, the path will be given to you. Oh, that's so exactly it. It's like, but you only get one step at a time. And that's where the trust has to come in. Because it's like your guides, your higher self, whatever you believe in God's source will give you that one step. And it's like, until you take the action, which involves courage, it involves like putting yourself out there, being brave. You know, I do readings for people a lot of the time and their their guides continue to give them the same message because until they take it, they can't move on. It's like, we already told you what to do. <laughs> Just do the thing, yeah. like show up in this bigger way and then you'll get more, but that can be so scary too. So I I've realized now that's momentum though, like take the step, do the thing. And I call it soul nudges. If you follow your soul nudge, you will be led to something divinely orchestrated and divinely timed. When you ignore your soul nudge, all of a sudden you feel out of alignment. Like you know, you just feel like, like everything slows down. It's not as magical when you're in alignment or in flow. That's when you're seeing all the numbers like 11, 11, 4, 4, 4, you're in that flow and your guides are giving you signs to let you know you're there, stay on track. And when that ends, it's like, okay, what's going on? Why am I out of alignment? So that takes some self-awareness too, to notice when you're in and out of alignment and to get back on track. And sometimes it's just a matter of some shadow work 
but truly I really believe that shadow work like get in do the work and get out you know if it takes you a month it takes you a month but don't stay in it for like years and years which some people really get trapped there too so there's so much there's so much to this journey isn't there yeah (laughs) and when you started beginning your journey how did you combat the fear or remain anchored in what you know you were meant to be doing here to allow you to continue forward into the unknown the way that you did yeah and to tag on to that question because what i was gonna um ask is did you have any moments that you had to navigate through um not following the nudges because of a fear that's those are great questions so um the keeping going thing is like i continue to return to my why like when i it's like my human can get in the way and i can you know i've got the world can be a a harsh place and and being a public person especially on youtube or or like actually facebook and instagram too you can get some really harsh messages you can get some really harsh comments there are people that are um want to tear you down for sure um and there's also like this very interesting religious programming that is very like prevalent in the spiritual community where people want to control you like you know I I do get messages about like how I'm going to be going to hell or I'm going to be damned and meanwhile I feel so connected to the divine and I feel so connected to God and so connected to my guides and, and angels I work with angels all the time but people just are so afraid of anything outside of the box of religion that they automatically assume that it's evil so I'd say that's really hurtful because I I mean I like I have people say to me a lot like you know, you need, you need Jesus, (laughs) you need Jesus, you need Jesus in your heart. And I'm always like, we're actually good. Like, I actually really love Jesus. Like we talk all the time. We're good. Like, don't worry about it. Like we're fine. So I'd say that can be really difficult. There's a lot of judgment. And so to combat that, which was the first question is I just returned to the why I'm like, okay, they might not be ready for it. And that's okay. It's okay if I'm not for everybody. And I have to realize I have to get out of that whole people pleaser, which a lot of us just, it it used to bother me so much when people didn't like me and I would do everything I could to fix it. And it's like, I had to really let, let that go. Being an entrepreneur is the most unbelievable journey of self-growth because you will face all your shadows in this. They will all be brought up. And that was one of the big ones for me is it really bothered me when people didn't like me or when they thought something that wasn't true. And I thought I had to like, respond to every comment with you know love and it's like you know honestly that's actually not going to change a lot of stuff so it's best to just uh, you know shield myself shield myself with energy and continue to return to my why there are starseeds out there that need me and I can't let a couple of people that don't get it it's okay if they don't get it I can't let them stop me um and then what was the second question I forget it already if um there were ever times where you allowed fear to get in the way of you following the nudges yeah definitely good one i would i don't know if fear is the right word but i would say trauma for me trauma got in the way because i had such a bad childhood and i was dealing with ptsd and i didn't know and i was starting to turn to like um drugs and alcohol to really silence those feelings and you know once you start doing that it can get out of hand really really quickly and meanwhile I was trying to be on this spiritual journey and obviously the two things do not work together Um, and so I had started working with Moldavite 
to help me. I don't know if any of it, if you've ever heard of Moldavite. Moldavite is a really, really powerful substance. It's like a tectite. I actually have it in front of me right now, if anybody's watching the video version of this. So it's like this um, meteorite that crashes into the earth and it leaves behind this green bubbly glass. And Moldavite is known to like turn your life upside down by helping you to remove the things that are not aligned with your highest truth. So I started working with Moldavite and I started gaining this new awareness around my actions because, you know, I had a group of friends where it was totally normal to go out drinking every weekend and that wasn't a big deal or, you know, the different, you know, different things that I was using at that time. But the difference was I was using it to escape I wasn't using it for fun and I had that was probably one of the hardest things I've ever done is to tackle getting sober because when you suffer from severe anxiety and PTSD and those kinds of things it's really easy to use it as an excuse well this makes me feel better well this helps me to heal and so I very vulnerably shared you know what I'm I went through addiction and I got sober here's how I did it here's what what I did here's how I noticed that I had a problem and here's what I started working on and that was actually fairly early on in my journey when I was kind of at the beginning of Starseed Academy that was the hardest time for me because once I see something in myself that truly is not aligned and needs to go I won't stop until I do it but that doesn't mean it wasn't like the hardest journey ever because in letting all of that go I had to face all those unresolved emotions and I had to kind of go back to that dark place of childhood and really truly heal it but I learned so much I really think that we are the niche which means like every single thing that we go through is for a reason because it gives us the solutions, it gives us the codes, the keys, and then we have that to offer to other people. So I went through all of that because I was gonna have clients that are gonna go through it and I'm gonna be able to understand it, speak their language, be on their level, really, uh, they, I can really relate and people can really relate to me because of that. So I've been sharing a lot about not just starseed stuff, but personal stuff like that too. And yeah, my I show up in my highs and I show up in my lows. And I think that that's what makes a really powerful leader is somebody that's not faking it and somebody that's not all, you know, Instagram perfection with like their content. It's like, no, I show up in my highs, I show up in my lows, I show up in the in-betweens and I'm just a just a person just like anybody else doing my best. But I'm continuing to not give up ever, just not give up on my dreams. I love that. <laughs> and to go back to what you mentioned about the shadow work, you know, like how shadow work can be extremely profound and valuable, but not getting stuck too long there. Um, can you shed a little bit of insight on what you mean? Yeah, I think people get addicted to shadow work. And I think that it can be a way of keeping you in, in your comfort zone, if that makes sense, because even though it's really uncomfortable and it's not fun, I think people know that on the other side of it, they're going to be expected to step into this version of themselves that's more empowered and a leader and has to show up. And so it can be, I've seen, it can be subconscious. People might not even realize they're doing it, but they will stay in their shadow work for years, you know. And another way that you can get trapped in shadow work is with a closed heart. So if your heart chakra is closed, then everything that life sends to you is stuck. So like life force actually travels through the back of the heart chakra out the front. So it comes in through the back where your heart would be and out the front. And it needs to be in flow. Like, and that's when you're in the flow, right? And it, it should travel in this direction. If you close down, 
then everything that you feel, everything that you experience, you get stuck in. And that's how you get stuck in depression for four or five, six years or stuck in anxiety for years because you're closed. You're actually not. And that's what I was doing. It's like escapism too. It's like, I'm not opening my heart. I'm not feeling my feelings. And so if you can be brave enough to feel your feelings, you will return to peace. So it's like, feel your feelings, emote them, let them out. They will travel through. It, it won't be comfortable, but it won't last forever. And you will return to peace because our natural state is actually one of like a quiet peace, kind of like the Schumann resonance. It's like this quiet, it's like that's Gaia's heartbeat. It's like this quiet humming, just contentment. And really the problem is all the stuff we pile on top of that feeling. So if we can just, you know, unpile that, open the, open the heart chakra, it's like open heart living is what it's called. And it's like, definitely you'll never get stuck in shadow work. If your heart is open, you'll never block box yourself in, in that way. So if you are getting stuck in shadow work, if you feel like your dark night of the soul never ends, then you really need to look at, am I truly expressing what I'm feeling? Am I sharing? Am I communicating with my loved ones? Am I journaling? Am I crying, screaming, praying, whatever it is to get it out? Am I truly doing that? Or am I just sitting in the feelings and holding them in, almost clinging to them? So I think that that would be the difference for sure. And, and then it's like, look at how open is your heart and can you get that energy flowing? And all you need is the intention and you can ask your higher self or your guides for help as well. It reminds me of the word addiction is what came to mind, but like in the society, like if you're plugged into the nine to five and you're constantly like on the go, a lot of people operate from a like trauma response way of being. And then when you do start finding a sense of peace, you feel uncomfortable. So you try to fill that peace with like finding more things wrong or more things to fix. So that's what came to mind when you were mentioning it, because I feel like it's definitely relatable um, when doing shadow work, like you constantly keep digging for more and more, like more things to heal, more things to bring to the light, and it can be become addictive. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah. And it, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say that's so lucky me chills when you said that. And I don't think you need to dig. If something is ready to be healed, it will come to the surface. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's if, if you're going to go digging, you might be digging for things you're not ready for anyway. So like and that's the same with past life regressions. I don't go digging for mine. I just know when I'm when one is ready to be healed, it will come to the surface. And beyond that, I'm just grateful for the present moment. Yeah, oh, that's so good. I really appreciate that highlight that you just shared because of sometimes a desire to wanting to be the best self in every moment comes up. And that sometimes looks like going digging for something that isn't even showing up in the present moment, just to pursue that idea of like becoming my best self. But our best selves is like you said, is being in the present moment with whatever is in the present moment and not searching beyond that. 100% agree. Your best self is the one right now in this moment. Yep, exactly. I love that. And it ties into something that we actually saw on, um, I believe on one of your Instagram videos, in terms of when calling upon your highest self, like calling upon the earth, your earth's highest self. Can you speak on that a little bit? Yeah. Um, so we have so many different highest selves. And the reason is because we are existing in parallel lives. We're not just here in this moment, but we are existing in all of the dimensions and all of these different parallel lives. 
And actually, there's no such thing as past lives, but it's a difficult concept to wrap your mind around. As a human, our brains really want to think linearly. So we like to think, well, that was in the past and this is in the future. But the truth is, is that time is not real. It's a man-made thing and everything's happening simultaneously. And they've proven that through like quantum physics, right? So everything's happening now. So if everything is happening now, you exist like in like all the dimensions five six seven eight nine all the way up you could be an angel you could be a dragon you could be a unicorn you could be a galactic being like a pleiadian or an andromedan and you could also be this human so if you go calling on your highest self like okay so say i have a problem in this life and i'm like i could really use some guidance on my relationship or my health or my business why would I ask my highest dragon self for that? They're not going to know. They're not going to have anything, you know, re relevant to offer me. Um, it's really, really important to say, okay, my highest human self. And that's the me that is on her highest timeline, you know, doing her thing, living in the highest possible frequencies that I'll be able to achieve in this life as a human being in this body. So that makes more sense to call on. So your highest human self, and you can actually start to view that person as a spirit guide. Like for me, my highest human self is a woman named Jenny, just like me, but she has this business called In the Light. And so I always say, okay, I'm calling on Jenny from In the Light. Like, I need some help right now. Can you give me some guidance on some different things? She's great to talk to about human stuff. I obviously call on my other guides for lots of other things, but when it comes to something human, she's honestly the best one. So that really just keeps things a bit grounded too. Yeah. yeah. I really like that. And it brings forward a more clear focus as to who it is that you're calling on, makes it more tangible and grounded, as you said. And how did she support you, if in any way, in transitioning from when you left your nine to five to then taking the leap and pursuing your business full time? Um, how did that transpire for you? Um, so I was able to tap into my highest timeline and my highest self to download offerings, which is like such an incredible ability to have. And that's really channeling. So that's why I love teaching channeling. So I was able to channel from my highest self and my highest timeline, my highest business vision. Okay, what's going to be the most powerful for me? What containers are going to be the most powerful? And that's actually what I do in Starseed CEO when somebody comes to me. If whether they have their business going or not, I actually tap into their highest business timeline and I get this incredible download. It's usually pages long of what starts out with like a theme. So I had somebody that her theme was goddess codes. Everything was goddess codes and the goddesses were really wanting to work with her. That was a part of her mission, her divine mission, helping the divine feminine to rise, helping the divine feminine to step into their leadership roles and helping them to heal the sisterhood wounds that many women have between them. And so then when we download that, it's like then every offering is something to do with that. You know, like she created a goddess membership circle and her her healings are healing with the goddess codes and her coaching program is, you know, the goddess within. So if we could start with that theme and, and I receive that through channeling, then we go and we create all these incredible offerings. We stack the offerings like a ladder in business where you start at free content, then you do your light content, mid-level, high value, going all the way up. And in business, it's really important to have the rungs of the ladder be kind of close together so people can easily kind of climb up to the top. Um, and that's like a lot to do with like uh, the value and the pricing, having like a really nice strong ladder of, of offer suite. 
Um, and, and I just love doing this work so much because this is such a new way to do business. Like it's so divine. It's so sacred. It's totally based on what that person's soul gifts are, what their, their frequency is. And then we just infuse the business, the offerings, the branding, messaging, marketing, the colors, even the font with that feeling. And it just, it comes to life. It has a life of its own. And so I did it first for myself, obviously, like in creating my own business. And then that's when I realized when people start asking me, wait a minute, how are you doing this? Show me how to do this. I'm like, yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. I would love to help you do that because why wouldn't I want to? Like, there's so much good to go around. There's good for everyone. Like there's enough for everyone. And, and like I said before, this feels like the beginning of the new earth to me, seeing these people stepping into their soul gifts, being so rewarded with abundance, freedom, fulfillment, that fulfilling soul feeling of helping others and being of service. So for me, yeah, my highest self, I just, I download and I channel um, through everything and that's a really amazing tip for anybody that's watching that might be an entrepreneur or, or a content creator. Connect to your either your highest self or your guides or God source before you make anything. Like even a small piece of content for me, every YouTube video, I just do a quick five minute. Okay, here's what I need you guys. Like create the sacred space, connect to God source. And then I'm like, I would really like to know what my audience needs help with right now. You know, every email, everything I do, I'm like connecting first and then channeling through the information. And because of that, it comes from this very divine place and it, it hits hard. It resonates so much with people. That's so amazing because it's so intentional. Like it takes intention to the next level. And a question that was coming to mind as you shared is if anybody is listening and navigating um, being attached to a nine to five because of the financial stability or, you know, like whatever the nine to five provides, but they have this inner soul calling of like leaving that job to pursue their soul's mission or their life's path. Um, do you think that, well, one, like if you can share any like guidance on somebody experiencing that, and do you think that those two things can exist simultaneously, like still being plugged into the nine to five while pursuing the life's mission? Yeah, definitely. That is definitely people's biggest fear and concern, and it creates a lot of doubt. And so I would say that it's really important to make the shift gradually, because if you just let go of your nine to five and what you perceive as your um, source of abundance, perceive as your source of abundance, if that's what you let go of, and then all of a sudden you move into lack mentality. You can't build a business from that place because now you're in fear. You're like, oh my God, I'm not selling anything. Oh my God. And that desperation is in everything that you, every post you make, everything. So it's much better to stay in the nine to five and to stay in that feeling of security and safety. And slowly, like I slowly let go of one while I built up the other. And sometimes that means working on two things. And, and that's just what it is, right? Like I would work in the evenings and on the weekends to make lots of like, I would do like, so many YouTube videos, filming and editing and posting and just getting at least that going for myself before I let go of the nine to five. And so there's this gradual piece that needs to go. But then when you move out of the nine to five, you finally get there. You start to realize that it was not what you thought it was. It actually is not the source of your abundance. So 
we are sovereign creators and we are actually creating everything in our lives. Every relationship you've ever had, you created that, you called that to you, right? Magnetically attracted that to you. Every home you've ever lived in was a reflection of how you, what you believed you were worthy of. Your bank account, your everything is truly just a reflection of what's going on inside your body. And so if as a sovereign creator, I create everything in my life, why would money be the one thing that I do not create? It's just not true. It's like it's like a lie to keep people locked into that nine to five programming so that we are like energetic slaves in a way to that. And so that we don't go off and pursue our own dreams and change the world. It's almost like to keep people really busy in a way. And so once you get out of that, it's like, wait a minute, the abundance was always inside of me. And all I ever had to do is tap into the creator that I am to bring that through. So I would say like a trick to doing that that I use that's actually very weird but works very well because um, I know people love weird tips. Um, so something that I did was I realized that true manifestation is a lot bigger than vision boards and affirmations. It's way beyond that. It's so much deeper than that. You've got to go deeper than your thoughts and vision boards. You've got to go soul deep. And so you've got to think about, okay, what am I trying to create in my life? Abundance. Okay, what does it feel like? And then once I kind of can feel, what does that feel like? And that's a frequency, right? What does that feel like in my body? Physically, what sensation does that bring? Emotionally, what thoughts, visions, emotions does it call up within me? And if I know what abundance feels like, and then I put it in myself, and I hold that frequency steady inside of me, I become it. And in order to truly attract something or manifest something, you have to become that thing. So you become what you want to attract. You become what you want to receive. So I became abundance. And this is the weird tip. I would walk through the woods because I love walking in the woods. It's literally my favorite thing to do in the whole world. I would, I just love walking through the woods. So I would walk through the woods. No one else was around. So I could be weird. And I would say over and over and over again, until I got that feeling, I would say, I am abundance. I am abundance. Whew, I am abundance. 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 And then I'd get my arms open wide to the sky. I am abundance. And I'd be like screaming it out to the world, laughing, crying with gratitude, skipping like a child, dancing. And then all of a sudden you start to notice there's so much abundance all around you. Like there was an abundance of trees and an abundance of sky and an abundance of green. And it's an abundant world. And truly, we live in an abundant universe. We do. There is no lack. It's just we get more of what we focus on. So if you want to focus on abundance, you get it. You want to focus on lack, you get it. You want to focus on crystals, you get them. You're going to get whatever you focus on. That's an abundant universe. So it's just up to you now to train yourself. What are you focusing on? What are you becoming? What are you feeling within? Because the universe will continue to give and give and give from a unending well of energy. There's truly no end to it. So stop focusing and becoming what you don't want and you'll see that. That's so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that tip. <laughs> yeah. Do you believe that or do you have an opinion or a thought on if, you know, like the concept of faking it till you make it. So like if somebody doesn't necessarily believe that they're abundant or they don't necessarily feel they're abundant, but in order to become that abundance, like they can repeat affirmations or like you shared, like go out into the world and like speak that. Do you think that like if 
somebody isn't feeling it in their heart, they can work themselves up to actually becoming it through repetition of like saying these things? Or is there something that has to actually change internally? No, I don't think that you can do it through repetition because if you don't feel it, you don't feel it. It's like when you're reading a paragraph in a book and you're not really paying attention, you have to read the same paragraph a hundred times, you're not absorbing it, it's not gonna happen. So then you need to be like, why can't I feel abundance within my body? So then that's the shadow work piece. It's like, why don't I believe I'm worthy? Because abundance is like a mirror of worthiness. Why don't I believe I'm worthy? Okay, wait a minute. So somebody really treated me bad at this point in my life and it made me feel like garbage. It made me feel so small. I need to really go into that moment and, and go through it again. Like the best way to do shadow work in my mind is to, in a safe zone, so call in protection. I use Archangel Michael a lot. So I call in protection to protect me. And then I go deep inside of myself and I say, okay, inner child, replay that. Let's feel that now. Let's really go through it. Let's grieve it. Let's feel it. Because obviously I didn't allow myself to fully emote it or it wouldn't be in my body still. It would have traveled out. So let me feel that again. Let me grieve that again. Feel your feelings return to peace. And then let me finish up with forgiveness. Because forgiveness is the ultimate cord cutter. Like you, you don't want to have cords attached to those memories. So how can I forgive that person? And that can be difficult. So somebody like me that's been through a ton of like, you know, severe abuse as a child, it's like, how do I forgive my abusers? And the way that I do that, because I'm sure somebody watching or listening right now needs to know this too, because it's coming out. The way that I forgive people that are really difficult to forgive is I zoom out my perspective because I'm in it and it's hard. I'm in that tornado. I need to zoom out from the center of the storm with those emotions, zoom way, way, way back and look over the situation from a higher perspective and see that there's a soul inside of that person that I think is bad. And there's a soul inside me. And those two souls are made of the same stuff. They're made of light. And the, the soul that has done the things that have hurt you is because they are repeating some kind of pattern or they too are feeling unworthy, or they too are feeling people hurt people because they're already hurt. You know, we've probably heard that saying hurt people hurt people. So I started looking at the things that my parents had been through, you know, really looking at their childhoods and, and they had, you know, alluded to quite a bit of abuse of their own. And I'm like, they don't know any better. They literally just received this treatment and thought, this is how it's done. This is how it's done. This is how it's done on autopilot. It's like they don't have the self-awareness that I do, and that's a gift, and I feel compassion for them now because I'm like, you know what? That sucks for you. I love being aware. I love seeing myself as the eternal soul within and the human, and it's two things, and it's one thing, um, and I love that I can, you know, like understand the importance of darkness and light, shadows and love. That's oneness. It's like there's a place for it. And if everything has in my life has happened to me for a reason, like also, how can I be angry at that? You know, like part of the soul contract sucked, but I wouldn't be who I am without it. And so I forgive myself and I forgive them. And I'm just going to see it all as like a gift. And that is like the fact that I can even say that is like years worth of shadow work or years worth of like self-work and, and working on worthiness and confidence. So zoom out, look at the soul within know that they've been through it they have been through it and they don't know how to do what you're doing which is self-awareness is the first step to a spiritual awakening you have to have some kind of self-awareness and if they can't even get there if they're stuck in victim mentality if they're stuck on autopilot they're trapped 
They are not happy people. They are suffering. It's like they're in energetic jail, right? So how can you not have compassion? Yeah, that's so beautiful. I really am so grateful of these um, techniques and tips that you're sharing because I feel that they are so useful and can be really life-changing for somebody listening. Yeah, they're so relevant to <laughs> things that Jerk and I discussed things that are very prevalent in life in the outer world right now, um, especially those who are awakening their earth mission, which is something that I would love for you to elaborate a little bit on, as I know that on your content, you speak about the earth mission quite a bit, which is amazing. Um, but I know that that's unique to everyone. And it's a concept that we hear circulating a lot. And sometimes we use that term as well, but we've never had anyone really, um, define what it is in the way that you did. So if you can share some light on that. Definitely. So there's a difference between your soul purpose and your earth mission. And so the soul purpose is much bigger. Okay. So the soul purpose isn't just one lifetime long. It's a soul purpose. It's like it, it goes from lifetime to lifetime to lifetime. And a lot of the times the soul purpose is healing back to oneness, learning really, really big lessons, um, soul level lessons balancing karma like that these are things that take eons of time these beautiful soul lessons and soul purpose but the the purpose or mission that you have in just this one life is a lot smaller than a soul purpose some people call it the starseed mission some people i like to call it the earth mission um it's your reason for being here in this life so why are you here basically so that's where you are there's a give and take to every lifetime you're not just here to be of service because that would not be balanced you also have to receive and everything in every lifetime there needs to be this give and take give and take so i can talk about what you're receiving on earth and what you're giving so what you're receiving on earth so the energetic atmosphere on earth right now is so intense with ascension energies through solar flares the rising schumann spike and we're also going through um, what's called like, people call it the photon belt of light. So every 24,000 years, Earth travels through a photon belt of light, which comes from the furthest star in the Pleiades called Alcyone. And every time we go through a golden era, scientifically proven that, that that our earth will go through this golden era where the this the frequency the ascension it all spikes and we become this very high vibrational beings like atlantis lemuria avalon you know the different times on earth when that happened um and so at the bottom of the 24,000 years is the dark ages which has also been we've seen many dark ages on earth as well so it's 12,000 years of descension to the dark ages 12,000 years of ascension to the golden era and it actually just goes on and on and on so when we get to the golden era that's not it because gaia has this soul cycle right so she's going through a soul cycle of these 24,000 year cycles that's her soul purpose humans have a soul cycle too we like we leave source energy and we go into this parallel move into like the angelic realms and then because that's a very light you know energy to start with we don't just go to earth not at all we go across to like the angelic realms where things still feel fairly similar to source that's a shock enough to just leave source you're always connected but to leave as an individual soul with your own personality then you start to slowly make your way down through the dimensions you go down from the angelic realms maybe to the ascended master maybe to something arcturian you know and hitting all the different dimensions on the way down all the way down to earth 
which is like super, super advanced and difficult. Like it's quite, quite a place to be. Some people actually choose to go lower than earth. And there's, I have videos on why people would choose to do that. There's a lot to learn down in the really dark dimensions. Um, and then we have an ascension as we go back up. So our soul is a cycle. Our soul journey is a circle. Gaia's is a circle. Every planet has one. Every soul has one. It's this big circle that you go through. That's the larger soul purpose. So we descend down through all of these incredible lessons and then we heal on the way back up. And that is one soul cycle. And the reason that we do that, if it was a simple equation, it would be that um, knowledge plus experience equals wisdom. You can't just sit in the angelic realms or with source and just have the knowledge. You need the experience to equal the wisdom. So it's knowledge plus experience. That's how you get those very deep wisdom within your body, within your soul. I mean, um, and so that's a soul cycle or the soul purpose is to do one of those full cycles. Um, so obviously so much bigger than an earth mission. An earth mission is you come here and, oh, I was talking about what you receive from being on earth. What you receive from being on earth is you can heal more than one lifetime than the one that you're in. Like because of the energetics on earth right now being that we're going into that golden era. So you're, you, you're in one lifetime, but you have the opportunity to heal multiple lives as far as you're willing to go. And so souls actually want to come to earth right now because it is a place of great healing and great transformation. And so that means that, you know, once you heal your childhood, that's the doorway to healing past lives. So if somebody's not having past lives coming up for them and they're like, well, I don't know, nothing's rising. How do I know? I would say heal your childhood because that's actually the doorway because just like spirit won't give you more than one step to take, they won't give you more than one thing to heal. So it's like, if you heal your childhood, okay, now we'll open the door to the next thing. And you'll it will naturally just start to happen. These past lives will start to come in and you'll heal lifetime. And if you do that, the next one will come. But you have to kind of do the work to be granted access to the next level of healing. But that's like a really big gift right now for souls on earth that are really here to do that work. And they really have a lot of karma that wants to be healed. Lots of trauma from, you know, witch wounds. And I have a lot of people from ancient Egypt traumas that come to me um, and galactic wars. There's so many traumatic things that have happened in all of these lives that leave a mark on the soul. And so here on earth right now, we have this really incredible opportunity because of the energetics on earth to quantum heal, like heal beyond space and time. Um, so what you're giving on earth, that's what you're receiving. What you're giving on earth is what we talked about before. You're here to use your gifts in service. That's it. It's so simple, right? But that's where all the abundance, all the love, all the joy, all the health, all the freedom, that's your highest timeline. Just use your gifts in service. And so again, those starseed success keys are, what are your gifts? Discover what those are. If you don't know, get some help, right? Come to me. And then let's train those. Let's develop how they work, how you can use them in service. And then let's get you going on your earth mission by creating that really powerful business or offering that you're going to be offering to people. Some people are in service to humanity. Some people are in service to Gaia and they aren't here for humanity. They're here for the planet. And some people are in service to like the animal kingdom. And some people are in service to more than one. And that's beautiful too. Everyone has a very unique purpose and reason for being here. And I've had clients that I've seen that are like one of their main purposes is the, just their presence here on earth, like that they are containers 
of that they have the capacity to hold great love and light and as that kind of like comes down into their body it goes through their feet into the earth and they're healing gaia they're like these like i mean containers like vessel like a vessel for high frequencies and love and it just goes into the earth and those people are like earth angels they have like the biggest hearts they have such capacity to feel their emotions greatly um and those people are like very empathic and that can be one of their main purposes and that doesn't mean that they aren't also like maybe an author and they're here to write a book but they also have this other piece. So there's more than one soul gift. You don't just have one and they wanna be used in different ways, but it will always be in service. That's the beautiful part. It's like in service to something bigger than yourself. I love that explanation because it ties back into the concept we spoke about earlier where you might have one goal or destination for yourself, but there's an unlimited amount of possibilities of how you can show up. And as long as you keep like following these nudges and saying yes, like more will reveal itself. So it's like, yeah, maybe right now your dream is to write a book or to open a store, but like who knows what else your gifts are meant to be used as. And when you do that thing, you do the thing, then all of a sudden more comes to light. My gifts are different now than they were at the beginning because the more I put myself in service, the more I'm given. It's like, oh, okay, you're not playing. You're you're here to serve the like the masses and your your mission. You're ready to step into that new level. Here's a whole new download. Like I've had like insane upgrades happen in this last year, even in this last like three months, where I had like my chakra, uh, my crown chakra upgraded into like this diamond code crystalline and it was like overwhelming for a couple of days every time I would try to do a reading it would be like almost too much I was like feeling it so deeply and and the messages were so much deeper than they used to go that I was having trouble like articulating a lot of it and and then I'm slowly like you calibrate to that level and then there'll be something else right another kind of download or something will happen and I love helping people through that you know i have a quantum healing that's just popped into my mind i have this quantum healing service that i do where we actually like work through the whole energy system and a lot of times people have upgrades waiting to be installed and there's just like something small in the way like okay let's get this you know block or this fear out of your third eye a lot of people carry like whenever i find stuff in the third eye it's usually just fear-based they're afraid to see they're afraid Maybe that's a religious programming that can be in there a lot, or they had a scary experience as a kid and it made them like, oh, no, like subconsciously, I'm just going to shut the third eye down. I don't want to see like that was too much. And it's like if we can like remove that fear and, and bring in some courage energy, which is like silver light is like very courageous and brave. Think of like a like a like a knight with his armor, that silver. We put that in there. All of a sudden there's like this new level of like, OK, I can do this thing. And then they're ready for that third eye activation or upgrade or whatever is waiting for them. So it's just so energy is so amazing. And our bodies are so cool. We have so many layers like we have the energy body and we have all these chakras and meridians then we have the light that's kind of like the light body then you have like an aura on top of that and it's just amazing what you can do on an energetic level and then feel it in the physical and people are always so blown away in those quantum healings because I'm just working with them like you like you were just sitting here like we are just working with them through zoom and they're like oh my god I actually felt that I'm like well yeah you did this is really like no I don't know this is weird like because I'm talking <laughs> in the heart and their heart will actually go brrr, like flutter and they're like oh, 
am I okay? I'm like, you're safe. You're safe. This is real. Like it's very real work. It's not just fluff. Like we truly are energetic beings. Everything, like everything is just vibrating frequency. Even the things that we think are solid, like my desk right now, it feels solid, but it's actually just vibrating cells of energy. And so we're all just energy. And so you can manipulate and, and move and create and do all kinds of things when you learn how. Yeah, I think it's such a grand concept that that's why some people can react by like, no, that's not real. Or they get so shocked when they experience it because it's like a safety net, you know, like trying to understand or understand this grand concept could be overwhelming because it's so powerful. And like you said, like if you learn to manipulate it or work with the energy, like that's where miracles, I believe, come from. So it can be super overwhelming to the human mind that likes to be linear and structured yeah and have to like be able to have a grasp on a concept and it being larger than life and it surpassing whatever limitations could have pre-existed before actually really stepping into the power of energy and working with it Mm -hmm. can be overwhelming the control like I think that's the word that keeps coming to mind is like Mm -hmm. it requires a level of surrender and trust and releasing that control that you do know how things work or like you only what you see or perceive to see is what's real. I totally agree. It can be super overwhelming for people. That's a spiritual awakening right there. What you just described, like the fear of like, oh shit, there's so much more to this <laughs> life than just like my nine to five and my TV shows. And it's like, wait a minute. But you know, when it happens, I remember feeling like at the beginning of my spiritual awakening, like, wait a minute. I knew magic was real. I knew it was real. And it was like learning like that it was, it truly is. And I love when people come into my program, Psychic Light, they're always like, this feels like Hogwarts. Like, is this real? Like we're actually like doing like this really incredible, like Hogwarts magic school of like these incredible gifts and meeting these crazy high dimensional beings. And it truly is real. It's so fun. I actually wanted to go a little further into what Jerrica had brought up about the um, like the self-sabotage that can present itself when uh, becoming aware of these energies and our gifts. As I know, like it's one of the processes that you have part of your star seed CEO, the balance of the divine feminine and the masculine and how you bring that forward. Is that something that you can elaborate a little further on? Definitely. Yeah. So I would say the, the self-sabotage is generally coming from within. Um, but a lot of people get afraid that it's psychic attacks. I'm not saying psychic attacks don't happen. I know that they can happen, but a lot more often than people think it's actually coming from within because you start to sabotage yourself out of fear of having to step into this larger being that you actually are. And so like I've had this happen recently where somebody was talking to me about, you know, every time they go to work on their business, they're being psychically attacked. Every time they go to open, you know, the resource that I sent them, just the link to click on, they're being psychically attacked. And I had to really like, because I was feeling something was off and I'm like, describe to me exactly what you mean by that. Like, what is that for you? Well, I get this really scary, overwhelmed feeling inside. I'm like, can we just remain open to the fact that maybe this is coming from within and it's okay. That's totally normal to feel overwhelmed with like, Oh my God, my guides just downloaded this incredible business plan for me. And it's like a five-year plan. And I'm standing at the beginning, like, how am I going to do this? And that's why I'm here. I love to support people through that entire journey. Um, It's totally normal to feel overwhelmed by that. So a lot of it comes from within the self-sabotage. However, I have noticed that when I go to step into a larger um, like 
aspect of myself, like right before I went to create Psychic Light for the very first time, like like maybe a year or two ago, or right before I went to create my membership. Every time I go to do something big, I do feel that there is also something that you could call initiation of the darkness where stuff just happens to go wrong. Like all of a sudden you're maybe your car breaks down and, and you get sick and, or you have like a bunch of nightmares or something shows up that tries to like push you off your path. I do think that that's real. And I don't think that it's worth giving fear to or too much attention to, but I do think that there can be, um, you know, like shadow forces that try to stop us from growing our light, especially when they know that that service or whatever it is you're creating is going to like explode the light in thousands of people. Then you might have a little pushback and that's just a fact of being on earth, right? We live in a multidimensional universe. It's not all love and light. There are beautiful benign beings out there, but it's really important to be grounded and balanced and realize that they're not all there for your highest good. And so I do a lot of like, I only teach like um, clean and ethical channeling, which involves a lot of protection and, and holding space with the angels. So it's just really important to do things cleanly and use a lot of spiritual hygiene. But yeah, it can be self-sabotage. It can be initiation of darkness. Whatever it's in, just keep going because you'll never be given something that's too much for you. Like truly, it all, is all divine orchestrated. And even in my worst, in my worst, like scariest things that have happened with those initiations of the darkness, whether that's like a visit from something frightening or whatever it is. I continue to show up in love and that will scare anything off faster than like I told someone the other day they were having like a lot of like scary nightmares and they, and they thought maybe it was, you know, being attacked. And I said, if you can, there are levels to this. You know, the first thing is to call an Archangel Michael and have him deal with it for you. But you're going to get to a point where you're wanting to do it for yourself. And you need to know you are so much more powerful than any of those forces. You literally are made of light. You are made of love. And just give it a dose of love. And I told that person like this example where I had had this very real dream that was more than a dream. Where I was having this like, it was like actually like a reptilian being at that time. And I remember hugging it. I remember it was trying to scare me and it was in my face and I wrapped my arms around it and I hugged it and I said, I love you. It's okay. It's okay that you feel this way. It's okay that you're feeling this intense. I love you anyway. You're probably suffering a lot within. And it like poof, instantly disappeared. And I was like, oh, it's like a new superpower. Now I just hug everything. Tell <laughs> I love it. And it just gone, right? Um, so that's my way of dealing with either the inner sabotage, continue to return to your why, continue to just take one step, just one step, and you'll be given enough energy to get to the next one. And if it's coming from the outside and you feel like it's a psychic attack or you feel like it's an initiation of the darkness, what I call it, use love. Just continue to show up in love and you remove access to you by raising your frequency because nothing can reach you and if you're in a frequency of love. It's when we start to sink down that those things happen. It's like, oh, when we get into the fear and the self-doubt, then they're, you, they have access to harass you just rise back up that's all you have to do to protect yourself that's the best way to protect yourself is rise back up into love um okay and then you asked me a second question but i got going on that one so much what was the second one i think it was more about was it divine masculine and divine feminine and how they work together that's a little bit of a different question so i would say like divine masculine is action that's the action that you want to take in your business. It's in the solar plexus, which is right at the top of your stomach where your ribs start to separate. That's the center of divine masculine, the yellow chakra. 
And it's like your to-do lists, your productivity, your goal setting, you're you're taking the steps to getting there, like action, right? And the divine feminine, which is in the sacral, which is just below that in your womb, or if you're a man, just between your hips. Everyone has divine feminine with your man or woman. Um, it's this orange chakra. And the best way to get them working together on an energetic level is to create a, a, a road or a channel between the two. And I do that for people during my quantum healings. We, tr we create this like uh, energetic roadway between the sacral and the solar so that they can exchange energies and communicate and balance each other out. And that's like a way that you can do it energetically. But in the real world, world, logically, I would say in business, it's really important to have both. I was at the very beginning of my business too much in the masculine. And that's when you get into hustle mentality and you get burnt out. You're just hustle, 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 and you're never taking any breaks and you burn yourself out. Um, but the divine feminine, if you're just in that, you're also not going to get anywhere in business because it's just that I'll just lay back and it'll manifest itself. I'll just align to it and it will all work out. And it doesn't because you're in a physical world. Earth is physical. So you need action. We're not in the angelic realms where you can just like, oh, snap your fingers and have like all the abundance. You need the action and the alignment. So my trick is lead with divine feminine, lead with that energy, lead with what do I feel in my body? What is the soul nudge that is coming up right now for me to take as a step? What is the, what do I, what do I, that's the alignment. What is the soul nudge? What's next? Tune into your highest human self, tune into your team. What's something I should be working on right now? Then you lean into the divine masculine. Once you have that alignment in place, you've got the soul nudge, you know what you're supposed to be doing. Then go to the masculine and start taking some action. And they work so well together in that way. And then when you feel yourself, if you're if you're accidentally getting into like stressful racing thoughts, to-do lists, cool down, calm down, take a break, return within, wait a minute, what is my intuition saying? What is that soul nudge? I'm just doing like busy work right now and there's something more aligned that I can be doing. And I've also learned this trick about to-do lists. They're okay. But if you become a slave to your to-do list, you'll never be happy. So I have a to-do list on my phone that's quite large always for business. It's a good thing to have a large to-do list in business. Don't let it pressure you into, I have to get it all done right now. Just think of it as, well, if I didn't have all these ideas, what would be the point? Like a large to-do list just means there's a lot of places this business is going to go. I have so many ideas, so many creative ideas, so many things I could be working on. That's a good thing. But what feels the best to be working on right now? I should follow my energy. And if on my to-do list is film a, a podcast or film a YouTube video, and I really just don't want to, I'm really just not feeling it, I'd rather go write an email, then follow that nudge because divine timing is that you probably are going to have an experience that you should be including in the video that you haven't had yet or in the podcast. Like you need to trust that it's all being orchestrated. So follow your energy and you'll feel like a lot more free agent that way and not a slave to your to-do list. What do I feel like doing? I want to take a break. I want to go for a walk. Well, maybe on that walk, you're going to have the download that you need for the video that you were just going to try to force yourself to do without the divine download that was supposed to be in it. So never use push energy, never force yourself, never make yourself wrong for anything. Just follow your energy, using leading with divine feminine soul nudge what do i feel what's my body saying what's my intuition saying and then action and then you learn it's a little bit of a learning to bounce back and forth back and forth between the two 
Amazing. Thank you so much for that. Cause I feel that's so relevant to, um, like flow spaces dynamics right now and a little bit how it was for you. It was the same for us in the beginning being more like in the masculine or I don't know. It, it's varied, but it's been on it's one ways. Like it's, it's either too much in the masculine or then it'll swing all the way to too much in the feminine. Yes. So that's been something that has been prevalent now, um, bringing more balance so those tips are really useful because they're so practical and um, able to be integrated. That's like a pendulum effect. When you go all the way one way, then it has to swing all the way the other way. If you think about like a clock's pendulum, it has to slow down. So it's going to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and then eventually it'll settle in that balance. So don't make yourselves wrong for that either. It's like, okay, if I was way over here, I actually need to go way over here to balance it out. And then a little here, it, it, it'll eventually, you'll get there. You'll align. Yeah, um, my husband always calls that like the overcorrection that's needed. Like when you're too far in one way, you need to overcorrect the opposite way. And then slowly you bring yourself to the balance. Exactly. Now, I wanted to ask, in terms of um, creating a sacred business, do you feel that somebody has to, I know in the beginning of the episode, you mentioned being an entrepreneur, you will find like, aspects of yourself you know like it'll bring those things to light but do you find that it's easier if somebody works on themselves first before getting into their business or does it not matter I think the two go hand in hand um I think that it's a, kind of like what we were just saying it's that balance where you are working on it feels kind of simultaneous, like, oh my God, the entrepreneur path is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> Let me just say, it is truly not. It is like, it brings up so much stuff, the fears, the lack mentalities, the worthiness, the putting yourself out there, like all the things, right? So you can, I mean, it's, I mean, obviously it's helpful if you have a level of self-awareness, but I don't think that there's any reason to wait on something that's so big and powerful, like get going now on at least figuring out what your gifts are, getting those developed because everybody has them. Like, even if it's like someone that feels like, well, we'll use the writer thing again. So say somebody is a writer and I've worked with writers before and they're like, well, I don't need soul gifts to write. I'm just writing. And it's like, okay, however, you are this divine soul within and there is something there that wants to come into the writing, whether that's like learning how to channel, which I've done for a lot of people that are writers. And then all of a sudden they're channeling like their highest truths their, or like their highest poetry or a musician channeling their songs. Like these are all people that I've worked with to learn how to channel. Channeling is like it's one of my favorite things, honestly. It's my favorite thing to teach. It it goes with everything. Like I've seen it go with con you you channel content creation, you can channel music, writing, books, you can channel like energy healers. A lot of healers work with me. You channel your healing. Because if you're doing like say somebody's a Reiki healer or something like that, and you're just doing it the normal way, that's very, very powerful. However, if you channel, if you call in your clients spirit guide team, all of their angels and ancestors and guides and all the things, call them in and then say to them, guide me through this healing. They know that person better than you could ever know them. They know where the blocks are and what needs to be. And they will literally guide your hands or they will show you through whatever gifts you have, clairaudience, clairvoyance. They'll give you flashes or words of things that need healing, like, you know, 
a closed heart or inner child in root chakra, it shouldn't be there. You know, you got to rise it up. Like there's lots of things that they can guide you towards. And when you get really comfortable with channeling, you'll find as an energy healer, now you're not just doing energy healing. You've, you've got messages coming through, visions of past lives coming through. It becomes this incredible, magical thing. So your soul gifts, channeling, all of that will enhance what you're already doing. So even if you feel like, no, I'm good. My business is good. Well, imagine just adding magic to that. Cause you have a, you have magic within you splash some magic on whatever your project is and really see the potential. Why settle when we have it within us to use? So. Yeah. It highlights the importance of showing up in your authentic soul expression, as opposed to just doing things that are done previously. Like Reiki is a great example um, because like, yes, you can be taught and learn the Reiki hand positions and the way that traditional Reiki is done. But if you incorporate your own soul's unique way of doing things, it just enhances the experience so much more. And we're also unique, so we don't have to be doing everything the same exact way. Mm -hmm, Because we have lots of Reiki healers in this world, but what we don't have is somebody's really special, unique, like I had this person, a client with like a business thing, and he was an Arcturian healer. You know, like, so that meant that he had had a lifetime in Arcturus and he had this really powerful gift as an Arcturian healer. And it was like a new way of healing or technology that you can't take a course on. It's not here. It's within you. So you can activate yourself by taking a Reiki course and activate the healer divine archetype of what you are. But then you need to go off the books. And so exactly what you said, like you can learn the basics and the foundations. But then I really encourage you to take that and go further use let your intuition guide you if you want to do something different with your hands if you want to speak light language while you're healing if you want to do it you know um with your eyes like if you want to heal with your eyes whatever it is you've got to trust in your soul nudge that there's something really big there that wants to come through and this particular person this arcturian healer it was so cool it was like um like having so imagine having like a body laid out in front of you and then you pull up the divine blueprint like a hologram so there's the body below and then you pull up this hologram and the hologram that he was able to pull up and look at had all the chakras and the meridians and the energy pathways and he was supposed to do his healing there on that level you know straightening things removing things adding things in the upgrades and then push it back down into the body like back down in and then this integration happened nobody can teach you to do it that way but if you so you have to follow that soul nudge right and that arcturian healing um technique came through in a session with me i I channeled that through for him and when you when i channel through people's gifts you can just see it in their face they're like like i remember like it's so amazing it's like they have this soul remembrance that comes through it's like oh my God, that feels so familiar. Oh my God, I think I remember doing that. And it comes so naturally to them. And it's just this really like like a huge up level in their offerings now and in the way that they can be of service. So that's what I mean about putting your magic in it. It'll start to look very different. So then you really can't be afraid of what people think either. Because what if your gift is some crazy, like light language, like people are really um, a little timid around, you know, speaking their coded languages or their soul language. And so whatever it is you're being called to step into, you have to be brave and you have to be courageous and you have to really do it. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like you're speaking directly (laughs) to me. It's just such a message. (laughs) Yeah, I felt that way this entire conversation. It always works out that way beautifully and divinely. Um, 
whoever is here with us always shares things that hit directly and we trust in that always. Yeah. And it was just so beautiful. Like so much of what you've shared so far really highlights that we're all here um, to show up very uniquely and it's to leave the dogmatic way of doing things in business, especially. And there's no one person to kind of look to, to see like, okay, well they're doing it this way. So this is how I'm going to do it. Cause that's something that Jerica and I have discussed, just like, there's no one to reference, but deeper within the self, like there's people, you know, to be inspired by, or kind of see like how their unique soul expression has manifested into their own success, just like for yourself, for example, but really um, bringing in like the license and the invitation to the self to be courageous enough to honor what's coming forward within and trusting that and that being the foundation of what will lead um, all of us to a greater um, success and alignment and abundance in our life. Yeah, because it could be super scary, like getting downloads of something like or having the nudge of doing something, but you look around and it's not being done. So you're like, okay, Am I going to be like the first person who's expressing in this way or I'm doing this in this way? And that in itself is like such depth to navigate through because it, like you mentioned several times, it's so courageous. It takes such an amount of courage and strength to actually go through what you're receiving. Yeah. And I do have a little tip on that because I just want to share that a lot of people wait until they feel comfortable in doing it in private and it's not going to work that way. So I've had a lot of people say, for instance, they're, they're, they're a reader. Okay. And they're like, well, I'm going to give myself readings or I'm going to do my healing on myself. And when I feel like it's ready, then I'll bring it out into the world. It does not work like that. Oh my goodness. I cannot read myself at all. But the readings that I do for others are so insanely accurate and detailed. And it's like you, you, your gifts flourish in service. And it doesn't work behind closed doors. Like you can't, you you won't even know what you're capable of. So even if it's the light language thing, well, you can try to do it for yourself. But the moment you put yourself out there to use that transmission to be of service, it will take on a whole other sound, a whole other life of its own. And it's like trusting and, and stepping into that and then holding space for it to come through. Your gifts will grow in service. Your gifts will blow your own mind. They will surprise you. You will leave and be like, I didn't even know I could do that. I didn't even know I was capable of that. And it's so amazing, but you don't get that feeling behind closed doors. Like it just does not work. That's such a strange and weird concept. Um, Like I totally get what you're saying, but it's so interesting for me, it brought forward the idea of personal gratification um, that comes up in like so many things and kind of being what is the driving force behind what it is that we're trying to bring out into the world. This is like for anyone listening, Um, like if it's just for money and for personal gain, for reasons that we want to just enhance our life on a material level that isn't really filled with substance. And it ties into what you're saying now too, how like the healing isn't solely for ourselves of course like in the process of being our true selves we heal ourselves but it's really for the purpose of service and how in that is where like true growth and what we're capable of really blooms yeah because I think also like earlier on in the conversation when you were sharing about like 
how the entrepreneurs um, are shown aspects of themselves. And like, yes, you can either face it or you can not and like keep trying to pursue your business. But like the level of success, because it's like the inner success, which replicates outwards to the outer success, won't match when you're not doing like what you know you should be doing. Because the outer world is just a reflection of the inner environment. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. And we love to ask all of our guests, um, is there any quote or mantra that uh, speaks to you or that you utilize? Yes. Whenever I'm having a difficult moment or whenever I'm having an amazing moment, I say everything is working out best case scenario. Everything is working out best case scenario. Everything is divinely timed. It's divinely orchestrated. Trust, trust, trust. I love that. It's so empowering. Yes. And it just brings forward more trust and knowing that it is okay always. Even when it doesn't seem like it is or feel like it is, like it's still okay. Because one thing leads to the next and everything has to occur to bring you to where you are. And you don't have to know why all the time. We don't have to know every single reason for everything. That's trust too. It's like, can you trust that it's divinely orchestrated? And you'll look back in five years and be like, oh, thank God that happened. Even if it feels like a challenge right now. And your past is perfect proof of that. Cause we can all look back and be like, oh, okay. That's why that happened. Right. So, and it's the best way to heal your nervous system, get out of fight or flight. You were saying before everybody's trapped in that and they are, it's like, can you get out of fight or flight? And can you heal your nervous system? Trust will do that just trusting because that means that everything that comes on your path is there for you or it wouldn't be there like it wouldn't show itself at all if it wasn't for you so if you start treating every single thing that comes into your present moment on your path as a blessing or a lesson or both or medicine whatever it is it's for you it's not against you it's for you so take it as the gift that it is in whatever way that you can move on yeah The level, like the amount of courage it takes to trust is the amount of power that trust will bring you. Ooh, I got chills when you said that. (laughs) That's so good. That was a bar. (laughs) That was deep. (laughs) Uh, um, And okay, another question we ask everyone is what does being look like and feel like for you? Being? Ooh. um, I love that. So being to me, my highest expression of being is laughter. Like that makes me the happiest. And I feel so alive when I'm laughing. And it's like, I have this interesting piece to my consciousness where there's a part of my consciousness in the human. And then there's this other zoomed out part over here. It's like being the character in a video game while also being the person that's like holding the controller. And it's like, I think that might be a version of enlightenment in a way, because I feel like I can be in it. I can be in it. I can cry. I can laugh. I can fully be free in that way to just be this messy human, because there's this part of me back here that's always like, good for you. You have this human experience while you're here on this earth. You you enjoy this lifetime, get all the lessons you can, have all those deep feelings that you can, and just know it's all working out for you. Like it's that, that's that trust piece too. It's like a higher perspective all the time back here. That's almost watching over me. And I'm in both places at the same time. I don't know if that makes sense at all, but that's, that's how I be. And like, and I just love, honestly, like when something makes me laugh, I just feel so human and so good about that. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's a great visual. Yeah. 
I love to laugh too. So I hear you. And if there was one takeaway that anybody listening can receive from listening to this episode, what do you pray or hope that it would be? I want people to know that your highest timeline is real. It's not, it's not a fairy tale. It's not this far off thing. It's real. Your highest timeline is right there. It already exists because everything in this universe that can exist already does. And all you have to do is align to it. And it is this incredible life where you are truly happy, healing on a journey where all the love and the joy and the abundance, but the fulfillment and the freedom, it's all there for you. All the health um, it's true. And, and in order to align to that highest timeline, again, get your gifts and use them in service. That is the highest timeline. That is what we're here to do as these awakened souls, because we are still rare. We are not the majority. The collective consciousness of humanity is not there yet. We are kind of the mi minority and we are here to lead. We are here to lead people into this new era of the way that we do things. And that is to use our gifts, those unique aspects of ourselves being so authentic in service to ourselves, to the planet, to others in any way that we can. When you do that, you're in alignment to your highest timeline and you will see that your life will change because you're brave and you're taking one step at a time and you're taking those soul nudges and you're like, oh, this is so scary, but I'm gonna do the thing. And then you lead with that divine feminine nudge, back it up with some action because you're a human on earth. Just keep going one step at a time. That's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. Jenny, you have such great energy. Like you're so beautiful. Thank you. Physically and energetically. Thank yes. you so much. You're so sweet. Yes. Great presence. Very magical. Yes. And we are going to um, link all of your information in the show notes. But if you want to let anybody listening know where they can find you. Yeah. Come find me on Instagram and YouTube. So YouTube, I have over like 350 videos. It, there's a video there for everybody. Um, I've literally been documenting my journey since like years ago. So, so because of that, for me, looking back, sometimes it's like, oh, that cringe feeling because you're like, but I refuse to delete it because it's authentic and it's my entire journey, like right there for anyone to see. And there are people there at that level. Like there's somebody at each level. And so the videos still exist for all levels of an awakening, even at the very beginning. Um, and so YouTube channel is Starseed Academy. Instagram is Starseed Academy. No extra letters, no extra punctuation, none of those fake accounts that love to do what they do, just Starseed <laughs> All right. Great. It's been such a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you yes. so much. It's been a blast. Thank you so much for the insights and for the energy. And we look forward to what the future holds. Thank you. And I look forward to following along with your journey as well. Thank yes. you. Have a blessed rest of your day. Thank you so much. You too. Bye. 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 Peace. Thank you for listening continue flowing in your own space by simply being if this resonated with you and you feel called please be sure to follow us like and share until next time wherever you go give yourself space, space to, to flow, flow. <laughs> oh, <laughs>